impression management. You're scrolling through your feed and you notice carefully curated images of the person, your friend, an influencer you admire, a random person who caught your eye. Thanks, Instagram algorithm. Maybe you say, wow, so-and-so has an amazing life. They look so happy and are photographed doing such cool things. Let's not forget that those beautiful snapshots that we see are people's highlight reels. You're not going to see the panic attack that they suffered from earlier that day or that they got dumped on their birthday or that they got fired from their dream job for no reason. People don't post that kind of stuff, the lows of their reality, because that's not the impression that they want you to see. They want to impress you. They want to give you the impression that their adulting is on fleek, that they're in charge of their finances, that they're having the time of their life, that they're happy and they're not plagued by crippling anxiety that some of their friends have. In face-to-face communication, people also tend to project an image of themselves where they have it all together, even if they don't. But at least with a real person in front of you, if you want to break down in tears and just vent a little bit, you can do that. You don't have to hide behind a happy face that you're posting on social media. You don't have to worry about it being public and on permanent record. Whether face-to-face or online, this lesson is about impression management. And I'm going to walk you through some steps for cultivating the impression that you want to project to your various social groups. And we're going to talk about how to do that authentically. Stay tuned. What is up, Explorers? Mary Daphne here of MyExploring.com, where we believe social skills are the key to the good life. What's the good life? It's where you call the shots, you have a crew you can count on, and you're on a mission that you care about. So let's talk about impression management. To some extent, we care what people think, right? And it's not necessarily a bad thing as long as we're not obsessing over it. We are social creatures, and so of course it matters how other people see us because that dictates how they interact with us, and thus it meaningfully informs how we experience the world. The key here then is to establish a way of being in control of how we project ourselves in a way that we are comfortable with and confident about, in a way that feels deeply authentic. In turn, it's just as important to not be influenced by the fear of rejection or embarrassment. Expressing your authenticity takes precedence. Managing this balance is, in a nutshell, impression management. Sociologist Irving Goffman coined the term impression management, and he talks about it in depth in his book, The Presentation of Self in Everyday Life. When we are presenting ourselves to others, we're motivated by two things. 
to project our own self-image as in how we see ourselves and to live up to the audience's expectations and preferences. Self-presentation defines our roles in the social interaction taking place. It establishes the tone and it can facilitate the outcome of the social interaction. So as you can see, our audience's perception of us is an important factor in dictating how we act and how we speak. This often leads to a self-fulfilling prophecy where someone thinks of you as X type of person and since you know they think of you that way, you'll thusly confirm their expectations of you by acting like X, even though it defies your authenticity. This is common in classrooms where a teacher might treat a student as bad at math and the student knows the teacher thinks that. So the student starts to think he or she is in fact bad at math, even if he or she enjoyed it. And so now he or she's flunking the math test because of impression management. Or when a boss thinks you're not equipped to lead the team and so you start to feel that way and as a result, the team falls apart. Now, these are extreme cases, but the point is that impression management can have a real impact on how you perform. But more important, it shows that you have control over the impression that you give. Regardless of people's perceptions and expectations of you, you decide how to act and how to speak. The only person who controls your image is you. So if you walk away from this lesson remembering one thing, let it be this. You control your own image and you are responsible for your image. So with that, let's jump into my strategies for impression management and managing your image both online and offline. We're gonna look at three different contexts for projecting your authentic self. The first one, social media. Then we have personal relationships. And lastly, we have professional relationships. Okay, so social media. Think about how an inauthentic post can be damaging to your mental health. Let's say you're posting something that does not reflect who you are, then you're essentially lying to your audience. If you can't be honest with your audience, you'll struggle to be honest with yourself as well. And this creates a vicious cycle of insecurity and ultimately unhappiness. Look, I'm not saying to self-censor, but I am saying be mindful of what you post because you owe it to yourself and also to your audience to project a real version of you. This is easily avoided by being thoughtful with what you post. Here are a few things to consider before posting. Number one, is this me? Is this honoring who I am? Number two, what are my motivations for posting it? Am I seeking validation from others? Am I posting this to give someone FOMO? Number three, if my grandma saw this, would she be proud? Number four, is there anything here that could be considered offensive to people that matter to me? So the next time you post, use these questions as a filter for your social media posts, and you'll find that the quality of your content will improve dramatically, as will people's impressions of you. Number two, 
personal relationships. This could be a partner, a friend, child, or a relative. As crazy as it seems, we often behave the worst towards the people we're closest to, even though they matter the most to us. Think back to a time when you were abominable and treated that person like your punching bag. Of course, you felt awful afterwards, but let's not even get to that point. With the people closest to you, you should go to great lengths to project an image of yourself that you're proud of. You want to project a caring, kind, thoughtful, even goofy self. The goal here is less about impressing them. It's more about showing them just how much they mean to you. Think about the following questions. Number one, am I making this about me or about them? Two, am I giving off positive vibes? Three, am I adding brightness to their day? Four, if they forget what I say and do, will they remember how I make them feel? Five, am I listening to them actively to really hear what they have to say? These questions can help you reflect on and improve the impression that you are giving to the people that you care most about. Number three, professional relationships. In professional relationships, the consequences of poor impression management are almost self-evident. This can be things like showing up late to the office, sending poorly written emails, being slow on deliverables, dressing sloppily, or speaking in an insensitive way. If your boss, colleagues, and clients don't have a good impression of you, that will seriously impede your ability to progress in your career and do the things you love to do, right? With professional relationships, you want to think about these questions. Number one, am I projecting confidence? Number two, am I taking responsibility? Number three, am I demonstrating accountability? Number four, am I keeping my emotions in check? Number five, what adjective comes to mind when they think of me? Keep a close eye on how you are projecting yourself to the people that you work with because like it or not, they can be very, very influential on your future. And I know your future is bright. So that was a deep dive into impression management. With all of these contexts, it comes down to being self-aware and thoughtful about the image that you're putting out there in front of people. Keep things positive and constructive. And above all, keep things authentic. Don't be afraid to post on social media. Just don't let it get in the way of who you truly are deep down and make sure that you're posting for the right reasons. And in the personal context, be an energy booster, not an energy vampire. And in the professional context, act like the leader that you wanna be. Because if you do that, you will become it. Before you worry what others think about you, worry about how you think of you. Project your authenticity so that you can live your truth and enjoy the sense of satisfaction and fulfillment that comes with it. Now that you know our strategies for managing your image and impression management, I'd love to hear what you think. 
What strategies do you use to project your authentic self? What are some ways to avoid getting stuck projecting someone you aren't? Share whatever is on your mind with us in the comments below. I read every single comment. And if you loved this lesson, please be sure to let me know. You can give this video a thumbs up right here on YouTube. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of explorers so that you never miss a lesson. And if you ring that bell, you'll get notified about new lessons and our weekly live streams. Email this video to a friend or a coworker who also wants to supercharge their social skills. And while we're at it, feel free to also share this with your friends on Facebook. And remember, the write-up of these lessons are always available on our blog at myestrunning.com forward slash blog. With that, have an awesome week, Explorers. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will see you next time for your next Explorning lesson. Happy Explorning! <laughs>